0: We have made it to the credits of Moonstruck, and you've made it here to our gearless deep dive into the ocean trench that is Nick Cage's movies. Come get, come get crushed by pressure with us. I'm Brian.
1: I'm Seth. <laughs> uh, and this? Yeah. So this is this one's for Moonstruck. So spoiler warning ahead. 1987 film.
0: It wasn't a bad movie.
1: No, wow. definitely not a bad movie. Um, it, I mean, I say that because we have comparison. Like yeah, it, no. It within in our frame of <laughs> reference, it is not a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, adjusting for the rest of the film world, it was mediocre. But so far, it's pretty good.
0: It was. It was. It was watchable. I wasn't like pulling out my hair or anything, but it was a very kind of. I mean, it was just that it was just like a simple, straightforward story. um there were some goofs here and there, as with you know any general nick cage performance but and and I mean goofs as in you know just just things that not necessarily went wrong but that were humorous in the moment,
1: yeah, definitely some that were like you know hitting your thumb with a hammer but lightly, so it wasn't like, you didn't, like, smash your thumb, but it was like, ah that was weird. I
0: don't know, man. That might be the the, maybe one of the better metaphors. Is that a metaphor that we've made about Nicolas Cage's movies? (laughs) (laughs) It does seem to fit
1: pretty good. Um, I also liked this film. It was was a good self-contained little story. Like, it wasn't, there wasn't huge, like, mysteries or or like, you know, thirteen different story threads and two B plots and like, it wasn't. They it was definitely like didn't a, try to
0: do too much with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a nice little like short story kind of thing. And I really liked that. That might be the thing I liked most about this film is that it was so I don't know it felt like it felt like a short story. Like it was just a little self contained little packet of fun
0: <laughs> little self-contained packet of fun
1: yeah it i mean was, it was it was instant ramen you know it's you not there. a meal we should get you on the fun. marketing
0: team for any future nick cage movie
1: just I, like... I mean i'm available
0: so hey uh we'll have our people call his people and just i mean spout off that that instant ramen fun package of awesome nick cage line and I think mm. you'll get in real real quick.
1: Yeah, no, that's a shoe in for sure. So that's <laughs> stupid. That <was> stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but no, yeah, I I the title of the movie is Moonstruck and you learn quite quickly that it's basically the alternate title like it it was the original title was just like the moon makes you cheat, but they thought that that might be just a little bit too much on the nose. So I think they changed it to Moonstruck, which is artsy and
1: mm-hmm.
0: movie title But, like, it, it uh, the whole premise is just... Like, I... They were sitting around the table at dinner, and this guy tells a story about how the moon was real big at night, and it woke him up, and from that point on that's kind of your cue is like oh the the there's a camera shot of the moon in the sky it must be pertaining to this this sort of romance but every single time it pans to the moon and then goes back to the characters uh whichever pair of characters it goes back to you know that they're going to be essentially doing something wrong (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It was just like. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like this was the original plot of Majora's Mask, you know, where the the moon (laughs) comes and destroys Earth and all that. But instead of Earth, it's like just a couple of people's regular human romance. Yeah.
1: And the moon. It's one family's relationships.
0: (laughs) It's one family's relationships. And the moon is just kind of like, you're going to fuck up. I mean, with that same angry face, of course. But then you can see why they kind of changed it in the game to be more of a more of a problem
1: yeah more of an apocalypse yeah this is definitely not an apocalypse um no but it could still make for
0: a good zelda game Hmm. i
1: i mean no i wouldn't play it actually
0: two out of ten would not play go on
1: yeah uh (laughs) this this film is very artsy in the fact that like it might be the first uh like not explicit titling. Like, nobody ever says Moonstruck. Nobody, like, talks about that as, like, a concept, really. Like, you get that the one old guy, which happens to be the main character Loretta, who's played by Cher. Her uncle tells that story um, about her dad. And basically, like, uh, there was a giant moon in the sky, and it, like, makes people, like, extra passionate, right? But nobody ever really says that. Nobody says that, like, oh, you know, he he's cheating on this one because he he just got moonstruck and couldn't help. Him. Like, none of it is ever really talked about in that way. So they don't the beat you over the head like, with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Which I I liked. I yeah. liked that it was it was very inferential. For sure. Um,
0: yeah, it, it. You can tell that that's a, a switch from Nick Cage's previous sort of lineup.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's this this movie is much more like subtle in its plot, really, which is good because there's, you know, it's just like one or two plot points. Um, but the whole thing, like the whole thing in the movie is that uh this family basically is comprised entirely of unfaithful, unhappy people. <laughs>
0: well um, to be fair though I mean Loretta's story is that she got married and then like several months or so into the marriage her husband got run over by a bus so she's not mm-hmm. exactly like unhappy unfaithful she's just like hey my husband died
1: yeah so and she she attributes it to bad luck and then so the movie opens with her getting engaged to another guy mm-hmm. seven years after that happened we don't you know we never see that. people just say that her husband died right um, yeah. Seven years later, she gets engaged and uh, the husband or the fiance immediately gets on a plane to go back to Sicily to take care of his dying mother. And they will come. He will come back after that and they will have a wedding and actually be married.
0: And might I add uh, that that this was maybe one of the most awkward and stilted propo- uh, dude, proposing oh my God. scenes that I may have ever seen it. <laughs> movie and it was it was meant to be that way to their credit it was meant to be that way and it was pulled off very well but like
1: and we learn later that it's because this the fiance i forget his name right now johnny johnny the fiance johnny is like is a cowardly like pushover like he's kind of a
0: blundering oaf
1: yeah so (laughs) the awkwardness wasn't because he was like nervous that's just kind of like how he is um
0: yeah no (laughs) he's fucking she She's like, "Well, where's the ring?" And he goes, "Uh." And then a couple of guys from behind them chime in. There's like, "You should have had a ring." And he goes, "Yeah,
1: I would have had a ring." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but like, she goes, "What about your pinky ring?" He goes, "I like this ring. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's
1: full of moments like that. <laughs>
0: it's just, it was pulled it's off so very beautiful. well." And he that that's all uh, overlaid by the fact that they're doing this right before Johnny goes off to take care of his dying mother who in his words, uh, basically only has a little bit of time left before she's in a grave.
1: Yeah, like a week, I think is what he said. Yeah. Uh, And so at dinner, I want to point this out a little bit because I thought it was fucking hilarious. So we get the opening shots are of Cher and she's like doing the books, right? She's, I guess, an accountant of some kind for various friends and family businesses around Mm -hmm. New York City. Uh, so she she the opening like sequence is instilling a lot of like competence in her as a character, and they they go out to dinner and uh Johnny like looks over the table and he's like oh, I I I do want the dessert cart and then the dessert cart comes me, whatever and he like looks and he's like, Loretta, will you marry me and she's like what, <laughs> he's like, uh, w- w- uh will will you marry me and she's like, mm, no you. No, okay you need to do this traditionally. I don't want bad luck. You need to get on your knees. You need to propose properly. We're not going to the courthouse. I don't want to go to the courthouse. We're having a real wedding and he's just like, "Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh like what?" And she's like, "No, get down on your knees." And he's like, "But I I'm wearing a suit." She's like, "Well, you got to do it properly." He's like, "But I like this suit. It's a nice suit." God, dude, just fucking propose already. Yeah. He gets down on his knees and kind of like crawls over to her and asks, asks yeah. her to marry him and, he, and she's like do you have a ring and he's like N- uh and he's like, come on man God. like what yeah. are you doing it it's very funny
0: but i did uh to the point that you were saying like they did make loretta a very competent person like throughout that whole um proposing scene he's like but this is a nice suit." She, she's like yeah i know i was with you when you bought it i like like I told you yeah. what to get, it came with two pairs of pants. Get on your knees and propose. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. It was I, I very like funny.
0: I liked that they made her character that way. That was cool.
1: Um, side note, the very opening shots uh shows the World Trade Center buildings and the Skyline of Manhattan. Yeah. Man, those are pretty shots, but it made me kinda sad. Yeah. That's all. Um Yeah.
0: There's that Johnny's
1: awkward as fuck the whole time. <laughs> He says that his scalp doesn't get enough blood, so he's like he itches it really hard right before he proposes, and she like looks at him and is like, "What the fuck is wrong with your head?" <laughs> but like, oh, sometimes my scalp doesn't get enough blood to it. What?
0: <laughs> no, yeah, that that the, that whole thing was uh, like it showed a shot of uh, one of the waiters, and he's like, "Yeah, those two over there, they're getting married. He's gonna propose," and the other waiter says, "Well, how do you know?" And he goes, "Well, because he told me. Like, he gives the signal, I bring the wine, and like all that stuff." But. Like, Jody doesn't even do that. He's just like, yeah, yeah, dessert cart. Will you marry me? What? I'm supposed to have a ring? What?
1: Yeah. He fucked up the whole thing, man.
0: But then, uh, through all that, Loretta just, she's like, yes, yes, I will marry you. And it's like, no fanfare. Just like, yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's basically like, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I got the feeling that it could have easily been the, uh, like, Like she was like, okay, we're going to go out to dinner on Tuesday, and you're going to propose. And then you're going to go back and take care of your mom, and then we'll get married. And he's like, okay, yeah, sounds good. (laughs) And that was the scene we saw. Sounds like like, Standard
0: Tuesday night, yeah.
1: It was very, like, perfunctory and weird. I liked it a lot.
0: Anyway, after that, she – it was after that, yeah, because they were in the car ride, and uh, he said, I want you to do one thing, and that is to call my brother – um, because like there's bad blood between us, we haven't spoken for five years. But I want you to call him and make sure he's at the wedding, because five years is too long to go with bad blood between brothers and all that stuff. So she uh, calls up his brother. Oh God, Ryan. Ronnie! Thank you. <laughs> God, I watched this movie like not even ten minutes ago, and I'm I'm like, what is the main guy's name? I'm <laughs> the,
1: I have to write it down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, she calls up Ronnie and he works at this uh, bakery in the ovens so like essentially the guy who shovels coal into the train engine but the guy mm-hmm. who shovels coal into the oven in a in a bakery yeah, for
1: bread instead
0: yeah and this guy has the most buckwild story <laughs> that is maybe <laughs> brought up this once in the entire movie i don't think they ever bring it up again but I I just love this whole scene because she calls him and he just hangs up the phone. He's like, what's done can't be undone. And then he slams the phone onto the receiver. And then Loretta, she's like, well, fuck this. And he goes down to, or she goes down to talk to him. And so she gets down to the ovens, which is in like a basement below the the bakery and Mm -hmm. talks to, what's his name again?
1: Ronnie. Ronnie. Nicholas Cage's character. I keep wanting to say
0: Johnny because it's Johnny and Ronnie. Why did they do that? But so she talks to Ronnie. And she basically says, so we're getting married. Why are you being an ass and not coming to your brother's wedding? He wants you there. And he takes off... Fucking Nick Cage takes off his glove and shows this wooden prosthetic hand. He goes, this wood, this wood is fake. My brother, he's got the bride he's got like the what was it the job or something he's like and now yeah. he's like where's my wedding where's my bride and he goes into this story of how apparently it's his brother's fault that he lost his hand because he goes my t- fucking johnny came into the bakery and ordered a, a loaf of bread uh with his wife or something and so i put my hand into the machine and i wasn't paying attention and so my hand got sucked into the machine and and munched and cut off and so now i have to wear this and yeah so he goes and that's why that's why i hate my brother and like why does he have everything and i have nothing he took my life from me and loretta says what we're all thinking and goes that doesn't sound like johnny's fault yeah. And then and she's
1: like, that's ridiculous. That's not his fucking fault. You idiot. Yeah, and then Ronnie <laughs> goes, I don't care. What am I, a judge? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. some <such laughs> shit like that. <laughs> it was so uh, Nick Cage. Oh, okay. So God. he, after his hand got munched off, his fiance left him. And that's kind of, he holds that against his brother, right? That his, his, his girl left him and his hand. So he couldn't get his dream life. And he blames it on his brother, which is why there's bad blood. Yeah, but, I, ex-
0: I explained that kind of confusingly. It was right? Ronnie and his new fiance, and then his brother comes in and orders this this thing that makes Ronnie have to mm-hmm. put his hand in the in the machine, and then once his hand yeah. is gone, his wife leaves him, and his life goes and yada yada yada.
1: And he mentions a little bit later in the film that like while he was slicing it or whatever, his brother like distracted him, so he like looked weird and and whatever. So there, it's not like it's not like he just came in and was like, "Fuck this hand," and <laughs> right. But uh, right after he tells that that bit where we find out what happened to his hand, he says the fucking best line I've ever heard in a Nick Cage film thus far. He holds his his maimed hand up to like the ceiling light, like he's in a fucking Shakespeare play and he points at it and he goes, I lost my hand. I lost my bride. I lost my wife. Uh, And he freaks out and goes back to fucking shoving coal. And I literally lost my shit. If I could get a (laughs) shirt that said, I lost my hand. I lost my wife. I would lose my goddamn mind.
0: (laughs) And the thing is, that line was not delivered too far off that how you just delivered it. It yeah. That entire scene came off as like a key and peel skit. It came off as a <laughs> comedy thing where the main guy in the skit is losing his shit and destroying his own life over something that was just a misunderstanding. Like it, Exactly. It sounds like a comedy villain backstory <laughs> and it is it's performed so as dramatic. such. It is, it is so, so dramatic. Like, that and whole thing, you're right. It's like he's holding up the skull in Shakespeare. I <laughs> and I don't know why they directed it that way, because it was hilarious. So <laughs> in in what was quiet. very clearly supposed to be a serious scene. Oh. Well, and
1: to, to perfunctuate that, they, they cut back to Loretta, who is standing there with the <clears> two, uh, like, cashiers for the bakery. The two ladies who, like, run the upstairs part of the bakery. Yeah, the people and that they're... showed her
0: down to the ovens.
1: Yeah, they're in their thirties, whatever. And one of them is, fucking weeping. And <laughs> Nick Cage's Ronnie goes back towards the, the back of the ovens or whatever, and she says, "That is the most tormented man I've ever met." And she's like crying. She's like, "I love him, but I won't tell him that because, I, whatever." It's like, why? Okay. No. Okay, no, hold no, on. Hold on.
0: <laughs> we need to give that some extra context we need to talk there about... There is extra context? Yes, there is a part that we missed, because throughout his whole tirade he keeps yelling to this this cashier lady, he's like, give me the big knife!
1: She's oh, like yeah. standing
0: next to the shelf, <laughs> and she's like, I won't do it! She's like, give me the
1: big knife! I'm gonna yeah. She's like, he <laughs> slit my throat! And yeah, like, no, he he turns back, back to
0: Loretta, he's like, I want you to watch me kill myself so you can go and tell my brother that I'd rather die! Like it's like hold on
1: melodramatic scene in the whole fucking
0: and at that point i remember distinctly you messaging me on discord going that's our that's it's our boy
1: i said our boy is buck wild that's (laughs) right yeah you said our
0: boy is buck wild and my response immediately was we should have raised him better because (laughs) that apparently was the moment where uh loretta was supposed to start getting a thing for him and like the falling for the oh.
1: I, you know I don't know man it was I don't know that was because, the most Buck wild scene
0: yeah because next they go to uh, Ronnie's place and she starts uh, uh, Loretta and Ronnie start talking so she can try to convince him to uh, come to the wedding and all this stuff and this is the actual part where Loretta and Ronnie uh, her fiance's brother fall in love and do mm-hmm. um, the nasty and the pasty on the bed ski.
1: They, no, that like, didn't work. But are, they're arguing in the, the room, and I know, this is where I know that it happened, right? It is the most ham-fisted
0: goddamn thing.
1: They are <laughs> arguing in the kitchen, and she cooks him a steak, and he's like, I don't want a steak. And she's like, you're going to eat a steak. And he's like, I like it well done. It's like, you're going to eat it bloody. And... and she cooks it, and he eats it, and he's like, yeah, this is good. And then they, like, argue a little bit more, and Loretta goes... Basically, she, she just says, you know what? Fuck this. And she, like, she gives him that look. It's like, don't fucking say anything right now. And she says, do you have whiskey? Because I need a whiskey. And it's like, okay. <laughs> this took a turn, I think. I think right now this is turning. <laughs> and, and it does
0: turn, and it turns... It, it takes a hairpin turn, because... It is literally one second she's trying to convince him to come to her wedding, and the next they're in his bed. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it is that quick, because th- she, it goes through this whole dramatic thing of like I'm telling you your life you're a you're a wolf who chewed off his hand to get out of the 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 I don't know commitment uh, of the yeah, relationship the... you were in, and like you're that he terrified. want
1: to be in, and all of this stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like you're terrified. And yeah, da, da 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 da, and he's telling her that like uh, to basically they're both saying to each other like you sacrificed a thing to you know be in the situation that you're in and they find common ground there and that whole exchange takes about I don't know 10 seconds before yeah, about their, as long as we've taken before their mouths are together and just mm-hmm. smacking away and now they're in
1: love <laughs> yeah it was a weird sort of thing and the the the, what, pillow talk, I guess, was also very weird. Um, I'm going to touch on it briefly because, frankly, it makes me uncomfortable to think about. <laughs> but, like, they they get in bed, and she was basically like, uh, you've got bad blood with your brother. Like, take it all out on me so that after we're done fucking, you won't feel bad about anything anymore. And it was like, it was just, it yeah, was just really but weird. She says it in a way that is just yeah. very... A way that I just don't want to repeat, to be honest. That that very I did not strange. enjoy that.
0: It's very like uh, praying mantis. Yeah. <laughs> it,
1: it really was. And it, because she, they were playing says... on the
0: whole like oh Ronnie you're a wolf thing. Mm-hmm.
1: She <laughs> says things God. like uh, use, use me all up so that On my, for, for your brother's wedding, it's just skin and bones left for him or something. Like it was, it was just really weird. Yeah. And and, and then Nick Cage
0: really gets into character and he's like, there will be nothing left. Like
1: super strange. (laughs) Very strange. I was like, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not going to yuck on someone's yum, but I was just going to say, it was just a weird, (laughs) like there's a weird exchange for this film. Like different strokes for
0: different folks, but those folks are uh, those folks are stroking on something special, I guess.
1: Yeah, those folks are stroking with <laughs> something sharp, I think. <laughs>
0: anyway, I mean so, that yeah, that's essentially the impetus for the entire film. Yeah, that's, that now, I mean, and
1: also most of the plot.
0: Yeah, yeah, because after that, it's just kind of. I, I would get say them. character building, but it's just kind of they stay built the way they are, and then yep,
1: <laughs> yep, but they yeah, they wake up in the morning, uh, and she, Loretta's basically like, okay, well we did that, so that's done, and now we can move on with our lives, and Ronnie's like, you should go to the opera with me, Convince her to, to go to the opera with him, so that he can be like, oh, this is the the pretty woman in my bed and there's or he says i love two things and one of them is the opera and he's basically like if i can get you in my bed like i did last night and then if i can get you at the opera with me like that will be enough for me to call it quits and leave you alone forever well yeah
0: he basically says like if i can have the two things i love most in my life for one night because he's mm-hmm. trying to convince, like she's trying to leave this whole time, and he's just like, "Just go to the opera. That's it. That's all I want you to do. Just go to the opera with me," and and that's like, "I'll I'll come mm-hmm. to the wedding and I'll leave you alone."
1: He he says that he won't come to the wedding because after that he's, she's like, "I don't want to ever speak to this again." Oh, that's like, right, it's yeah. never happened. Well, way, don't come to the wedding. It's over. Um, so she agrees to go to the opera with him, and she gets like wicked stoked and go goes and gets her hair done and all that stuff, right? But she goes home. And this is also the same day that we find out that her dad is, is cheating on her mom with some mm-hmm. young girl. Um, and there's this scene where she tells, Oh no, this happened before she goes home and tells her dad that she's getting married after Johnny proposed. And she took him to the airport and yeah. he, he, she pours champagne and he's like, all right, what's the news then? And she's like, I'm going to get married. And he goes, again? Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, he's like, again? Your last husband died. You got bad luck, woman. <laughs> don't, get- yeah, don't do he this. He literally says, don't get married to anyone else.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then she, he's like, he gives her this, like, <sighs> all right, let's go tell your mom. And they, like, get up and go upstairs and wake her mom up. And – uh, she's he. Her dad is like Rose. Wake up! And she like wakes up and, and she goes. She opens her eyes and immediately goes, "Who died?" And <laughs> her dad's like, "No one died." Uh, Loretta's getting married, and her mom kind of sits up a little bit and goes, "Again to who?" <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's you know, Very funny. <laughs> Loretta's
0: mom and dad were very good characters in this. I mean, like yeah. they were they were side characters for sure, but their their interactions were were very good.
1: Very comical. Uh, Loretta's mom also seemed to be the only person in the entire film that knew anything about anything that was yeah, fucking happening. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, everybody she... was like fucking around, and she's like, okay, well, my husband's cheating on me now. Loretta doesn't love. Oh, no. She, she asked him, she's like, you're getting married to, to Johnny Camparelli or whatever his name is. And she goes, do you love him? And Loretta goes, no. And she goes, okay, good. Do you like him? And she goes, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's like, okay, good. Don't, don't marry the ones that you love, because they'll just break your heart or whatever. And she like she's stares like, they'll, at.
0: They'll just drive you crazy because they know they can.
1: Yeah, and she like gives this like side eye to, to Loretta's dad. It was very. I was like, okay, I think I might actually like this character. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, uh so let's see. Loretta has now porked Ronnie. I still yeah, can't think of his name. Yeah, which I did not see coming. I still can't. Say anyway.
1: But yeah. Yeah. I was not so expecting that.
0: So they go to the opera. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of romance and and filler there. Um and then I mean that's that's honestly all
1: that was was kind of yeah. filler. You see they uh they run into loretta's dad with his oh yeah mistress at the opera right, like and they each kind of run into the other one independently so loretta runs into his, her dad's mistress and ronnie runs into her dad like at the bar or whatever and they don't realize like who the that person is right so it's it's very it ups the suspension suspense and tension because you're like oh this is the you're talking to the person that it, your dad is sleeping with or whatever right
0: it ups the suspension it gives the movie a nice raise and puts it on big knobby tires and puts American mm-hmm. flag stickers and AR-15 stickers in the back mm-hmm. windshield And
1: no I wouldn't go that far <laughs> <laughs>
0: but no I, and that's the thing is it, it kind of it kind of makes it suspenseful but not really cause like mm-hmm. Loretta sees her dad and his mistress at the opera as she and Ronnie are leaving but that's not really ever touched on again it's just like oh no my dad is being unfaithful but then you know it it gets to a point where they're all in the kitchen it's it's actually a scene that i love at the end of the movie yeah
1: it Um, leads up to this whole scene and so real quick that's actually one thing i've really enjoyed about this film is it has a lot of these like moments that could build up that tension like her dad cheating her mom like ending up going to dinner with another guy and like just like a whole bunch of like these moments but there is no like stress about it everybody's like pretty chill with they 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 very much all seem to have a yeah this is the way life is like whatever if you don't love the guy that's fine if you want to go see like they're all very nonchalant about the whole thing so it makes the like suspenseful moments not stressful and anxiety inducing but instead just like interesting like oh i want to see how this is going to play out not in a Hmm. anxious way but in a like a purely like interesting way which i really enjoyed
0: Hmm. yeah i don't know i i guess like i can see where you're coming from for sure i don't think i quite got that level of uh interest out of it just because it's there was there was no meat to these encounters. They just kind of yeah. happened, like with the uh, like you were you were talking about how Loretta's mom uh, ends up having dinner with uh, a another guy. It's just uh, the the context there is like Loretta's mom uh, realizes that her dad is cheating. Like she doesn't know with who. She hasn't seen them or anything. She's just like a wife knows. I know he's cheating, and so she goes to dinner herself just to kind of like. I guess get a drink or something but like she sits down at a table by herself and and uh, uh, another couple at another table has a fight and like the woman throws water in the guy's face and then they end up talking Uh, Loretta's mom what's her name Rose Mm mm-hmm yeah Rose and this other guy start talking and she's like would you like to have dinner with me so they end up having dinner just as this this chance like it happened to work out kind of encounter and then mm-hmm. you know they walk home and nothing ends up happening but it's one of those things where like you know I guess uh, speaking to your suspense thing where it's like oh is Rose going to cheat on Loretta's dad with this guy and yada 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 mm-hmm. she doesn't end up doing that but um that story thread is just kind of tied off right there nothing ever happens with it
1: yeah well so as they're walking home together which by the way the guy that she meets, and has dinner, is John Mahoney of Frasier fame, which I thought was really I thought nice. thought he looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they're walking home, and she runs into her dad or father-in-law. I don't remember which yeah. one it is. Um, it's 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 her father-in-law. Father-in-law, who's yeah. out walking the dogs. And she, but, like, like they live sees, at the same house. Right. They all live kind of together, because um, they, they live in, like, a fucking mansion in New York, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, but he's out walking the dogs and sees her Rose with this, this random guy and is basically like, oh, okay, so she's cheating too, cool. And doesn't like want to talk about it, but they move on. Um, and then, so when they get outside Rose's house and nothing happens and they, they split ways, her father-in-law still like has that she's cheating mentality. So the next morning, they all get together and breakfast. Oh, real fast. Johnny, yes, Johnny comes Good. home from Sicily taking care of his mom like super early goes straight to Loretta's house meets with Loretta's mom. Um, and is basically like, yeah, it was a miracle. My mom got better. Um, I need to talk to Loretta like wherever she is. She's not home. Cool. I'll come back in the morning.
0: The whole reason Johnny was gone is now no longer a thing. So he's, he's back early.
1: Mom miraculously got better. So he came back super early. So the next morning Loretta walks home from Ronnie's house. Um, and they sit down for breakfast, Loretta and her mom, and then doorbell rings and she's like, oh shit, it's Johnny. Like, I've got a hickey on my neck, like stall him <laughs> while I put makeup on. So her mom goes to the door and surprise, it's Ronnie. And Ronnie's like, hey, I want to meet the family, basically. So he comes <laughs> yeah, in.
0: He, he comes in. He's just like, yeah, I want to meet the family. Um, We're doing this. We're in love now because mm-hmm. um, apparently they... Because they they hooked up again essentially, after the yeah. opera. Um, but Ronnie walks in. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet the family." And she's like, "You can't be here. Johnny's gonna be here." And Ronnie's like, "Good. We can get this out on the table."
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Great. Two birds with one stone." Um, Ronnie gives a pretty good speech the night before to to convince Loretta to like basically follow love instead of like just marry some dude that she likes. I actually kind of liked um, that one. Call, yeah, me, call it was, me a
0: sucker, but it was, I, yeah, it was I a good speech. And
1: it. that's why, that's why I want to touch on it. Cause it was, it was good. And that's, yeah. that's what convinced Loretta to actually come in after the opera because she said that she was just going to the opera and that's that. And then it's done. Like nothing else is going to happen, but mm-hmm. Ronnie convinces her. So the next morning Ronnie shows up, um, they end up having breakfast. Her dad comes downstairs Uh, and so it's Ronnie and Loretta, Loretta's mom and dad in the kitchen. And then the doorbell rings again. Like, oh my God, it's going to be fucking
0: Johnny. Johnny."
1: Um, So get up, answer the door. Nope. It's actually, um,
0: Loretta's aunt and uncle,
1: her aunt and uncle. Who's like, Hey, you took, like, we went to the bank and there's just a bunch of money missing. And Loretta's Loretta's like, oh, does, shit.
0: Loretta does the books and she was supposed to deposit the money into the bank. Yep. But like, instead she went deposit. shopping for stuff for uh, the opera, which I think was yep. supposed to create a little bit of tension for the audience because you're like, oh, is she using the money she just picked up to buy all this stuff? Yeah, because her aunt and uncle come in and we're like, we went to the bank and it wasn't there. And she goes, "Oh shit, I forgot and Gets it out of her purse. And then her aunt goes, Everyone's "I told like, you. Oh I told God. you she had it. We weren't we weren't accusing you. I swear. We just didn't know what to think." Like
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then now they're in the kitchen too. They they sit down for <laughs> breakfast with everybody. Just like have, uh, have some coffee, whatever. Yeah. At, at this point everybody's just kind of like, "God damn,
0: it, just sit down."
1: <laughs> yeah, just sit <laughs> have down. And breakfast. then the the mom, Rose, is like basically confronts her dad about cheating. He's like, I don't want you mm-hmm. to see her anymore, and blah blah. They so they they get that out on the table, and um, her dad is basically like, yeah, okay, I but I still love you, like you're still my girl, like I won't see this other one anymore. Yeah, it's like fine. that
0: whole that whole storyline of Loretta's dad cheating on her mom is just quashed like that, mm-hmm. like.
1: Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like everybody's really upfront and perfunctory. There's yeah. no like, oh, I wasn't doing this. You li-, like, there's none of that. It's just like yeah, sure. Which is uh, which I is good anymore, for
0: like just normal people in life, but yeah, in a I mean, movie, I was I was I'm not I'm not saying that it was done badly. I'm just saying that I was expecting something yeah. else, not just like here's I don't want you to see her anymore. Yeah, okay, and that's it.
1: <laughs> here's my theory: is that Ronnie, in his meltdown underneath the bakery, trying talking about killing himself in his hand and losing his life and blah 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 used up all of the drama in the movie in that one scene so it just wasn't any left over for the rest of these scenes they had a drama budget yeah and Ronnie's scene was so dramatic and so I mean ridiculous. I
0: imagine the director being like alright Nick tone it down a little bit. and he's like I can't I'm so fired up by this I fucking wooden my head. <laughs> like, I lost I
1: no
0: lost my name. wife I can't do it any other way I cannot deliver this line any other way yeah the director's
1: like, uh, man, that's just a glove. Like, your hand is still fine. <laughs> I need he, you to chill. Turns out he'd
0: been method acting for, like, a year before the role.
1: Dude, I don't know. He did pull out a tooth uh, for Birdie, so who fucking knows? <laughs> uh, God. So, yeah, now the um, Rose's mom is, is kind of teary-eyed and stuff because she confronted her dad, and they have more or less made up. And everybody, like, this whole, this is all mostly subtext, like she confronts him and everybody at the table is like, oh oh no, oh shit. And then they say a few words and it's, they, you know, exchange, exchange eyes and cry and smile and whatever and it's kind of made up and yeah. everybody at the table kind of gets this like sigh of relief like, okay, it like, it seems like it's working out great and everybody's just kind of sitting there silently and then and the, the door rings. <laughs> no, and then her dad comes downstairs and is like, uh Who's dad? Um, Rose's dad who walked the dog. Oh yeah. Her
0: father-in-law, the one her who saw her yes. with the other guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he comes downstairs and is like, um, whatever her dad's name is. I forget let dad, but he's like, no, I need to tell you something. And he's like, you, everybody kind of holds their breath. It's like, Oh shit. She's gonna, or he's going to tell her dad that Rose was also cheating on him. And he's like you need to pay for your daughter's wedding and everybody just goes oh <laughs> like, <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> and he's like yeah okay dad i'll pay for her wedding and like she he he looks at, at loretta and ronnie and is like yeah you two right now are fucking googly eyes at each other like obviously <laughs> you're not gonna marry johnny i'll sure i'll just, pay for the wedding it's fine
0: but like her, her, Rose's father, he just like keeps his mouth shut. He just sits down. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. Yep. And then <laughs> I actually really, I really like him. He said like six words in the whole movie, but I really liked the guy um, mm-hmm. because like then they sit down, and everybody's just kind of silent because of everything that had gone on around the table till that point, point. and like six seconds of silence goes by, and. The, the father-in-law goes, Ugh, somebody tell a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, then the doorbell rings, and this time, it is Johnny. It is Johnny. And, dun, dun, dun. And he walks in, and he's like, oh, 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 uh, oh. Everyone's Ronnie. here.
1: Hello. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Ronnie? He,
0: because that's his brother, who he hasn't seen in five years. He's like, hey, you're here. Are you here to make peace? And Ronnie's like, y- in a way.
1: He's like, <laughs> but, yeah. But I don't think you're gonna want to. That's right. Like, of
0: course I want to.
1: It's like, uh, do you though?
0: Oh, but yeah. Essentially, what happens then is uh, Johnny uh, talks to Loretta. God, I keep getting Johnny and Ronnie confused. It's just gonna yeah. happen for the rest of this, yeah. for the whole thing. But Johnny, uh, Loretta's uh, actually the one Loretta's actually engaged to. Uh, talks to her. He's like. Hey, I need to talk to you alone. Uh, there's something I gotta tell you, And uh, this is the thing that he had been wanting to talk to her about for, like, days since he got back, since his mother's just the night's recovery. Oh, that's, that's right, it's just night four. In any case, she's like, No, I need my family around me here now. So Johnny's like, Alright, fine. I can't marry you. <laughs> and she's like, Excuse me? Um, because he goes... Yeah, my th- my mom's miraculous recovery. Like she, uh, I, I told her that I was getting married, and then she perked right up and yada yada. And it, he goes, like I can't get married to you or she'll die. I yeah yeah. I I don't. And uh,
1: and she goes, uh, I don't well, get fine, it. fuck off. And she she rips off the ring and throws it at him. Yeah. And then. Sits, like she's goes like goes fine this works for me <laughs> yeah she's like oh you're okay fine fuck you and she goes to the other side of the table and ronnie stands up and goes loretta will you marry me like immediately <laughs> yeah
0: and not not only immediately after his brother had just been like i can't do it or my mom is gonna die um he's ronnie is proposing after like days of knowing this woman
1: <laughs> yeah like first Which, time he had seen her
0: face was about i don't know several days ago
1: Yeah, we're supposed to think – we're supposed to get that this is the moonstruck thing because Ronnie says that he is, like, deeply in love with her, like, madly in love with her the very next morning after they first meet. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's – whatever. It's fine. (laughs) It's it's (laughs) fine. But, But yeah, so – He proposes. Yeah. And she goes – uh, or maybe her mom says, uh, somebody says, oh, no, do you have it, a ring? It was,
0: it was Loretta because it was like a repeat of the first proposal yeah, when Johnny yeah, did that's it. right. She's like, where's do the you ring? you
1: have a ring? And fucking the best look in the whole movie, Ronnie like looks at Loretta and then like slowly pans his head over <laughs> to Johnny and goes, uh, can I borrow your ring? <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> it's so fucking choice. It was the oh. best... It was the single best acting moment in the entire film. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, yeah so then uh,
0: Johnny the idiot hands over his ring to his brother who then Mr. Steals his girl. And <laughs> he, he uh, Ronnie proposes. She says yes, and everybody's all happy and, like, pouring drinks and um, just laughing and having a good time. And then my favorite line of the whole movie came at the end of that where everybody's happy and tears are coming down everyone's faces and rose's father-in-law so uh loretta's grandfather um he he, like has a handkerchief to his nose and he's crying and then uh loretta's dad he's like hey what's wrong pop he's like he just goes with his like heavy heavy (laughs) italian accent he's just like i'm confused and that's it that's That's it That's away the end of the movie
1: (laughs) Yes, Which is probably the choice. best way to end the movie that they could have. I. Yeah.
0: Ted out of Ted on the ending for sure.
1: Yeah, they really <laughs> stuck the landing. The The entire movie was building toward this one breakfast scene and it fucking nailed it. Absolutely nailed that scene.
0: <laughs> it was just. It was paced very well. Like, it, yeah. it. It started with just Loretta and her mom and they were waiting for Johnny to ring the doorbell. And then the ring and the tension comes and it's Ronnie. So then it's them three. And they have a little bit of tense talking, and then the ring—the tension yeah. raises a little bit, and it just keeps going like that until everyone's there, and it—it yeah. it ends with this. I'm I'm so confused.
1: <laughs> and it was it was the exact right amount of like awkward pauses and weird like moments to breathe, where the audience is also like, this is weird. And then another <laughs> doorbell rings. So like it like the audience was was a part of that breakfast in the same way that all of the family members ended up being. And it was really well I I thought it was very good. It was well done. good. It was good. Yeah. Very good. Um okay. Would you recommend this film? Um,
0: I think this is another one I would recommend. Just like I don't know, if you're looking for something to watch and you're in the mood for some like sappy romance, some comedy, I'd I'd say yeah, give this one a shot. Why not?
1: Yeah, this is it's very not much something a... that I
0: would yeah, it's not something that I would tell someone go watch right now.
1: Right. This is this isn't a you know, change um, a cinema changing event film though it we did watch the Criterion Collection version so it it is at least somewhat recognized as a decent film yeah um but it's definitely the kind of movie where you're just kind of like maybe maybe you want like a date night on a Tuesday with with your partner and you just want to like have wine and watch like a a semi funny kind of rom com like nothing. Nothing too, yeah. um, you know, heavy or whatever. It's it's perfect for that. Um, yeah, but it's yeah, it's good. I would definitely recommend people watch it. Um, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I don't think as much as Raising Arizona. Um, no, but no. I did, I did like it. I also didn't think I would like it with Cher as the lead. For some reason, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't think that she could pull this off until the movie started and I saw like what kind of character she was. because yeah, I didn't no, know anything she, going in. She definitely but, played it very well. Yeah, it was. It actually, as soon as I saw like the first two or three scenes with her like doing the books and saying like funny off the cuff shit, I was like, oh, it's this kind of movie and she's this kind of like okay, this this actually makes sense now. My brain can connect these dots. I get it. It's good. <laughs> yeah, now
0: that that brings back the scene uh, where Johnny is leaving on the plane to Sicily to go see his mother. And uh, Loretta's standing by the window watching the plane leave. And just this random-ass old lady, she's like, I put a curse on this plane because my sister's on it, and she stole my
1: man! (laughs) She's like, I put a curse on it to explode! (laughs) Yeah, and the lead-up to that is very, like, kind of... kitschy and awkward, so you have the... There's this moment where you're like, oh, shit, Johnny's gonna die on this plane. And it's going to be just like her last husband died tragically in an accident. I honestly was uh, expecting
0: Loretta to run onto the plane and pull him off of it because the lead up to that was like, oh, no, my last husband died because of bad luck. And then yeah. this random ass old lady puts Chekhov's hex on the before. plane.
1: But it... and then right <laughs> at the end, Loretta's is like, I don't believe in cur- curses. And the old lady's like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. And
0: that's the end of that. That's just.
1: Yep. And he's fine. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, I say
0: Chekhov's hex, but it's. Like Chekhov doesn't knock again; he doesn't come back. he it to the door. Yeah,
1: there's there's no no fulfillment to that.
0: <laughs> In any case, uh,
1: what, kind of, okay, what kind of what kind of score? Where are you yeah, saying that you would give I'm, this? Okay, based on the enjoyment I got out of, like, a lot of the jokes that really landed for me. There's so many times where it was just like some side eye glance that I fucking laughed my ass <laughs> off. Basically, it was like I I really enjoyed a lot of the jokes and the the style of comedy. I'm putting this at a 24 out of 28, my friend. God damn! Yeah, good film, not the best that we've rated or seen so far, but definitely good. And like, I would watch it again. Like, if my partner hadn't seen it and wanted to, or something, like I would definitely watch this again.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't think I'm quite in the same boat as you are. I think uh, I think it was generally pretty run of the mill, but uh, due to to hand or not to hand and I'm so confused <laughs> and there were just a couple of moments that that brought the line up a little bit and uh, I don't know I think I'm, I'm gonna give this one a, I'd say I'd say a 15 okay. uh, out of 20 yeah respectable. I didn't enjoy it quite as much as you did but yes yeah, a respectable score in any case don't abandon us just yet uh, what's the next movie we're checking out
1: uh, next up, we've got Vampire's Kiss, which I'm sure is going to be a masterpiece of cinema. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm watching it based on, well, the fact that I'm doing a podcast about Nick Cage, but if I wasn't doing a podcast about Nick Cage, I might just watch it on Name Alone.
1: Yeah, Vamp- Vampire's Kiss seems like a Disney movie.
0: I don't think that's accurate, but we'll <laughs> I'm see. I'm positive
1: it's not, because I'm pretty sure it's rated R, actually. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know those rated R Disney movies.
1: Yeah, which I guess (laughs) Deadpool is that now. So there's that.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about that.
1: All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Love you.